Welcome to Growth Island, your go-to podcast on how to be the best version of yourself. Now, let's join your host, Mess Freeze, as he interviews high performers and experts in nutrition, meditation, exercise, relationships, business, general health, and life's bigger mysteries. Welcome back to Growth Island. So, as you probably know, I love psychology, and I got one of my favorite psychologists in today. I got Emilia Glynn Kolstad, I'm saying it right, in. Yes, it's Emilia, perfect. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. So, we worked together for a while now. We've been working on this mental health chatbot-based app. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of fancy names called Nuna. Yes. Where we've been looking at how can we take the best from cognitive behavioral therapy and different schools within psychotherapy mm-hmm. and make it available digitally. Yeah. But today we're more going to talk about how people can use some of these tools at home. And then in the end, we'll go more into like, how can we do it digitally? So just tell me, what are some of the things that you have seen and that you read about where you're like, this is a really good tool that more people should hear about? Yeah. Yeah, um, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, I'm super interested in in clinical psychology and in talk therapy and the different kind of methods that we have out there that are really effectful, but that people don't necessarily get to because you need to go to a therapist or really see someone professionally. Um, But a lot of the things that we see that have research behind it, some of the methods and and theories that we have can actually be applied you know, at home or mm. in your everyday life. Um, and one of the really simple things that we see in therapy is this called psychological venting, where you kind of like get to go over some of the thoughts, the feelings and the bodily felt sensations that you had throughout the day or in a specific event. And you kind of like get to process that simply by talking about it. Um, And you can do this either by talking to someone, so it could be a therapist or it could be a confidential friend or, you know, a partner or something like that. Um, But you can actually also do it alone and Mm. you don't need anyone for it. Um, So you can do it by writing down in a diary or maybe you can write down on your phone or whatever, or simply just speak out loud um, and talk about some of the things that happened um, in your day. So it's okay to speak with yourself. Yes, it is. <laughs> Perfectly fine. I do it myself. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Mm? And I think that's pretty interesting that so many of the things that we heard about, um, the people like write down a diary, get your thoughts out and so on, that we can actually see that that works and that you can actually do that yourself, that it's fantastic to do with another human being. Exactly. We talked about before we started the recording mm-hmm. that venting can both be fantastic, yeah. um, but there's also how you use the venting. Because I read this study about how venting straight away could be bad, for example, with high school shootings. And you had some good comments on that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we have what is called like an acute phase after something quite traumatic or really challenging where it can be problematic if you go in and you talk about some of the things that happened and how you felt in the situation and what you were thinking and so on. Um, So if it is quite present for you, you can maybe just take a chill pill from it and just simply let it be and then come back to it after you get some distance to it. Um, Otherwise, sometimes you may open up something where you're like, wow, I didn't even know I had all of these feelings or thoughts in my head and they're quite challenging for me to cope with. Um, You can actually also just, you know, 
put some distance to it and just give yourself a break to just simply calm down or you know distract yourself or whatever and come back to it another moment um so you don't have to go something like that yeah and and yeah just allow yourself to be patient and and give yourself some time and some space to deal with whatever is going on because you may you know discover something that is not so nice or pleasant to to sit with yeah mm. i think that's very interesting because as you said as well before uh, we started that um, sleeping right after mm. a traumatic event so mm. like we're talking about real traumatic events yeah um, that you probably need to give it was it four hours you said yeah four to six hours um so so what you do when you uh when you go to bed and you sleep and you have this um uh, sleep uh, patterns you actually consolidate some of the memories that you've been to and it it gets wired onto your long-term memory or your yeah. hard disk you can say and it's the same thing when you process it by talking about it um, so so it's quite powerful to simply just let it be yeah. for at least a couple of hours yeah. and it's the same thing even if it's something challenging in your everyday life and you don't feel like you have the the abilities to cope with it right now that's fine. You don't need to just allow yourself to give some 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 space to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I also think like because you look at the different schools within psychotherapy that back in the days we used to have a lot of like keep talking about your childhood, mm. where then we know that you're creating highways to some of those memories. Yeah. But that balance between talking about something too much mm. and then venting, like how do you see that and and yeah, how do we strike that balance? Yeah. I think it's it's quite important to listen to yourself um, and kind of like so not every kind of therapy works for everybody. Yeah. It's quite differently what you um, what you believe in yourself and what you find powerful to go back and to kind of like figure out why does this uh, did this even happen to me or you know where does this come from or maybe you want to go into um, more like modern day therapy like CBT or uh, the cognitive route where you're kind of like focusing on what can you do here and now and focusing on what is going on in the situation that is triggering a bit of anxiety or depression or whatever it could be so I think it's quite important that you you ask yourself what do I feel like Um, do I really want to take it way back and talk about childhood memories and stuff like that and try to figure out you know where does all of this come from or do i want to focus more like on here and now and how to you know get better in in the next moment to come yeah yeah but so emilia i know so there are many different schools within psychotherapy yes and i know you really like cognitive behavior therapy which is one of the ones that has the most research backing it yes um, also because it's easier to actually test because it's more kind of protocol based definitely but tell me why why do you think cbt is amazing and also after that why do you think uh, making these solutions more electronic mm-hmm. is, uh, is something that interests you yeah i think cbt is quite powerful because it is easy to understand um, I think it's it's very easy for people to access um, the thoughts, the things that go through your head, the feelings, how you feel inside, emotional states, and the bodily felt sensations, what is going on in your body. I think that's quite easy to access um, as a human being. So that's why I think that CBT is quite powerful. Um, 
And also I like uh, metacognitive therapy. I love mindfulness-based therapy, uh, which is also in the cognitive branch, but what is called the second wave of cognitive therapy, where CBT is the, sorry, the third wave and CBT is the second wave. Yeah. Um, so I think there are a lot of, of different methods that we can kind of like link together. Um, and also we have positive psychology, for instance, which is also really helpful and just like, here and now you can bring forward something powerful that is positive for you. Um, so I think there are actually different kind of methods that we can use that, you know, really work quite well with, with one another. Um, and also I think that CBT has a force when it comes to uh, technology and bringing that into um, the e-mental health space because again, it is so accessible for people to, to actually understand and to utilize um, on your own, um, whereas if, if you were going to, to some of the more psychoanalytical approaches and stuff like that, I think that's a bit more tricky to kind of like translate into an app or whatever. Mm. Um, so, so I definitely think there, there are some usability, um, uh, good qualities about uh, the cognitive route. <clears throat> that makes sense. Mm? So what are some other tools, um, things that people can actually do that you've been sitting and working with both implementing in Nuna mm-hmm. um, as this chatbot based app, but also that people can use without using Nuna? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we kind of like already touched upon the fact that you don't necessarily need to look inwards and kind of like do this introspection as it is also called. Um, sometimes it's quite powerful and helpful to actually just move your attention outwards and distract yourself from whatever is challenging, maybe because you simply is not in a state where you can handle it right now. Um, so for that, uh, what we call like a diversion technique in CBT, or it could also be called a healthy escapism, is quite, um, is quite helpful and effective for people. Um, one way of doing that, which is um, is quite mindfulness-based pr- approach, um, it's is kind kind of like trying to figure out what are you sensing. So what is going on around you in the situation where you may feel a bit overwhelmed or upset or whatever, and try to guide your attention outwards. Um, so you can look at what are your your what are you seeing uh, around you what are you hearing what are you smelling what are you tasting and what can you actually feel with your with your hands and so on Um, so that's like an easy way to kind of like guide your attention outwards and stop ruminating or stop um, you know this spiral of thoughts or whatever that is going on inside of you and just guide your attention outward and that's kind of like an anger to the present moment um, then we also see like some diversion techniques being used. Um, for but if we just stay with that yeah, one, so yeah. so this is in the case where it's not that you're saying that you shouldn't work on the chances that you have, but it's about working on them when you have the mental capacity exactly. to be able to deal with it and do something about it. So if exactly. you're not in the spot where you have the mental capacity, mm-hmm. then sitting down, focusing on your breath, focusing on the smells, the things around, that can be a way to calm down kind of the nervous system and get you to be able to continue a, a good day. And mm. then when you're at the right spot in the right time, you can start dealing with it. Is that how to? Absolutely, oh. 100%. So yeah. it's a really good way to actually uh, activate the parent, 
nervous system. Parasympathetic yeah, nervous system. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so just help yourself calm down and, and mimic uh, a calm state. Yeah. Uh, so your mind picks up on that and be like, okay, we're actually chill. Yeah. Um, so that's super helpful. Um, and then another way is to, uh, to basically distract yourself by you know uh, switching the channel or you know sh shifting gear you can also say uh, by doing something that you normally enjoy yeah. um, maybe in the situation it feels a bit weird or you know not so pleasant even so but uh, turning on some favorite Netflix show or you know doing a puzzle or a Sudoku or whatever you find dancing dancing exactly whatever you find quite powerful and, and happy you can do that and try to kind of like again spark these positive uh, feelings so you kind of like reverse this um, negative cycle of your thoughts feelings bodily feel sensations um, so that's also a powerful tool that yeah. you can use that we also see within cognitive behavioral therapy when it comes to um, depression, for instance. It's also a tool that we use um, to teach clients or patients how to guide themselves in situations that are a bit too tricky or yeah. difficult to handle. <clears throat> so where do you keep that, um, that line for like healthy Escape, I can't pronounce Escapism. It. Yeah. <laughs> to being like couch potato watching Netflix 16 hours a day. Yeah. I think it's it's really difficult to set, you know, this is the line yeah. and everybody universally should be on this end or yeah. not on the other end. It's, I think I can really say that. Um, I think it's quite different um, from situation to situation. In general, you would say that, you know, listen to your gut or you know maybe it's a bit of a cliche but listen to your feelings because on some level they're actually guiding you mm. of what you need to draw your attention to um, so if you feel like i just want to lay uh, on the couch all day watch some netflix that's cool um, but on the other hand if you have like a clinical level of depression or anxiety or whatever <clears throat> your thoughts and your feelings can be a bit uh, disordered yeah. uh, so you know maybe in that situation you maybe want to run from something because <clears throat> you think it's unpleasant or maybe you just want to be you know laying on the couch every day because you feel like it's too much to cope with or whatever maybe in that situation you can challenge yourself and be like is this really truly me speaking here or is it maybe you know whatever anxiety or yeah. low self-worth or whatever is it that speaking um, so I think there's a bit of, of uh, investigation in the situation and figuring out what do I actually want to do and what do I need to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's with many things in life, right? It exactly. depends. It depends. <laughs> um, yes. But if you're watching 12 hours, I think you're probably um, it's time to to consider something <laughs> else. At least if you do it continuously, I think many people have done like marathons. We talked about Harry Potter before. Yeah, exactly. Um, where like. And it gives you some joy, right? But it's also like you don't do that for like a month. Yeah, and exactly. A then I point. think we can definitely say if you've done it for a month, <laughs> then we're starting to have challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. What are some other tools? Because So now I'm just yeah. asking you for all these yes. tools because we, we've been sitting and working on Nuna where we, I don't remember, how many tools did we end up building? How many tools? We, we have 50 plus. I don't know the exact numbers, yeah. uh, but we have a lot of tools. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I love that there's actually concrete things that you can go do and take ownership. Mm. Um, not only just to go from sad to feeling okay, but also from feeling okay to feeling great. But I think we're all human beings, so it's natural to have sad feelings. So that's also like, it's okay to feel the sad feelings, but then also how do we work on making it productive or like, so you're living a good life, living your best life, right? Definitely. What that's are some, some other things that, uh, mm? that you really like? Yeah, uh, another thing that we, we also tend to do a lot of in, uh, in therapy, uh, which is kind of like keeping track of your emotions or your feelings and your moods. Um, and this is a quite powerful tool where you can kind of like every day just check in with yourself or every other day or whenever mm. you feel like it um, and kind of like ask yourself, how am I actually doing? Um, especially in, in modern day societies, we have a lot of, of uh, tempo and a lot of things on our to-do list and that can be quite nice, uh, but also it's making us kind of like live in autopilot because we have so many things to take care of, other people to take care of, ourselves, our work, so on, so on. Um, so what can be quite powerful is actually just to simply, it can be even a matter of seconds, just stopping and checking in with yourself and being like, how am I actually doing right now? Um, and the reason why this is so powerful is because it gives you insight into how you're actually doing. Mm. Um, so maybe if you are, you know, have a tendency to be a bit overwhelmed or stressed or whatever, um, checking in with yourself can actually realize, you know, maybe there's something here I need to work on. Maybe I'm, I don't have enough time to do this self-care, you know, practices that I really want to spend my time on. Um, and then on the other hand, if maybe you are, um, a bit blue or down lately, um, what this can do can actually help you um, counteract some of these negativity bias by seeing more clearly, okay, I'm not actually sad all the time. I actually have moments where I'm happy or neutral or whatever, um, because that's, that's a tendency we have that we sometimes overlook the more neutral or the more positive events in our life. And we tend to focus and gravitate towards the things that are negative. Mm. Um, so it can actually gain, uh, you can gain some clarity on, on yourself and get to know yourself a bit better. Um, and also in, in relations to the psychological venting, if you want to take it a step further and go like, okay, why am I feeling sad or why am I feeling happy? You can actually get to know your triggers and figure out, you know, this is a thing that makes me feel good or this is a thing that doesn't make me feel so good or whatever. Um, so it can actually help you navigate in your everyday life and use that knowledge um, to kind of like help yourself feel better. Um, so yeah, tracking your feelings or how you're doing is, is also quite powerful. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic tool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I write the gratitude journal down most evenings or if I don't write it down, I think about it. Mm -hmm. But way too many of us are like running so fast <laughs> and we don't always know what we're running for. Exactly. Um, instead of actually stopping up and is this really what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I also find friends that like, that don't really dare to go into that. Mm. Like they just fill up their life constantly to not really feel how they are feeling and like what's actually important, right? Yes. So. So taking that practice of actually stopping up. Exactly. It's extremely powerful, like no matter where you are in your life, to make sure you're going on the right 
direction. Exactly. And that's that's actually the effective load that you're talking about. So whenever you have uh, situations in your everyday life, you kind of like pick up on these feelings and thoughts and you, you put them with you in your backpack and then all of a sudden your effective load is just maxed out um, and it doesn't really allow you to um, react to a situation with the, the way you, that you want to react to yeah. it. Um, so it, act, it, act, it is actually quite good to, to kind of like check in with yourself and again also with the venting or you know journaling so you get a channel to you know get some of the stuff out of out of there and out of your chest or off your chest you can say yeah um so yeah that's quite powerful yeah i know gratitude journal mm -hmm. is one thing that we build into noon as well yes exactly that's also one of the things uh, i took with me here today which is um yeah it could be a gratitude journal it could be positivity tracking or however you would like to call it um but this exercise of noting down a few things um, every day or every other day uh, some of the things or the events that happened throughout the day that it made you feel good is actually also quite powerful because it immediately um, activates some of these feelings of positivity of gratitude of appreciation and happiness and all of these really nice things for for us not only mentally but also physically can help us lower stress level and it can help us sleep better you know like you said also if we do it right before going mm. to bed that, that that's actually something that can um, promote sound sleep um, but also it actually also um, helps us to recognize again as we talked about before uh, the things that makes us feel good uh, so we can in the situation where we experience them for instance if i figure out you know i actually enjoy the nature quite a lot and if i'm outside taking a walk then maybe i start to recognize oh yeah there's a beautiful sunset or there's some lovely uh, green leaves on this beautiful tree or whatever and i can actually just take my time to to kind of like acknowledge it and be present with it instead of just moving on and then back home reflecting on it yeah it was nice mm. uh, so it allows you to open up and be more with the positive things that you actually um, enjoy yeah mm? <coughs> anyone that's been listening to the podcast knows it's one of my favorites yeah um, <laughs> because it's when i've looked at I, I like to see like where you put the least amount of effort in and get the biggest results mm. and it's just one of the things we've been able to find from research that it helps really well it takes very little effort and especially in our day of life where we see so many negative news mm. that we wire us and kind of program our brain to see the negative yeah. and we're from nature as well programmed to survive exactly. and not to be happy exactly so, so we need to counterbalance that mm. so we start seeing some of all the good and then it's just like it's a wonderful exercise and it's also if you're a couple or if you have kids doing it together with with your partner or with mm. your kids is a wonderful way to also connect Definitely, it's it's a really relational tool actually. So you can you can help uh, if you are in a, a partnership or a relationship or whatever, um, and help you kind of like be more connected to one another. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. That's and that's something that I know we're still working on improving even more in Nuna mm -hmm. but that we build in. So the way that I've been doing my gratitude journal has often just been a note in the phone, which yeah. works perfectly fine. A simple way of 
it's not too overcomplicated. You can write it down on some paper. I like to have it electronically so I can go back and then I review it once a year yeah. to kind of see, okay, what is it really that makes me really happy? Exactly. exactly. But in Nuna, we're also looking at potentially, I'm not sure we have tags today, but we're looking at how can you do it smart? So you can actually come back. Because when I'm sitting and scrolling, it's so time consuming to find. I would like to actually find themes and so on. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think electronic... Um, tools are really amazing that you can actually start optimizing some of that and get more benefit out of, of the stuff you're doing. Definitely, because that I think that's what uh, the technology also helps you see more clearly is some of the underlying patterns that we don't necessarily tend to see ourselves in our everyday lives or even if we talk to one another or if we write it down or whatever uh, but but when we have this tagging system or you know we can put in uh, some of these technologically uh, ad advances you know it helps us kind of like see more clearly okay yeah. this is something that you you mentioned x amount of time this week maybe this is something we can work on or you know the same with the with the gratitude journal so i think that's that's definitely quite powerful yeah mm. What's another good tool to do? Another good tool to do. Uh, I think an, an overall good tool, or maybe it's more like an attitude to have yeah. with yourself when you are thinking about maybe applying some of these tools in your everyday life, is, uh, is being patient with yourself. Um, we are habit of creatures, uh, or creatures of habit, sorry. Um, so, so that means that it's not easy to implement new habits. Um, and I know that, you know, a lot of people want to exercise more. They want to, you know, start eating more healthily or sleep better, or maybe, you know, uh, do some more, um, mental habits and include them, uh, in their everyday lives. Um, but it's not necessarily that easy. Um, and I think a reason for that is, is this black and white mentality we have. So either we are doing something 100% or we're not doing it at all. And we might as well just, you know, give up. That was it. I can't figure it out. Um, and we're kind of like being a bit harsh on ourselves when it comes to that. So I think a really good advice um, to kind of like sum it up here is to be patient with yourself and allow yourself to take these very small steps and don't necessarily do all of these things that we talked mm -hmm. about today, but maybe try out one of them and maybe just try out um, it could be like a minute or two or whatever, how much time you want to set aside to it. Um, and if you, if you forget about it for a day or a week or whatever, that's fine. Just get back to it whenever you notice that you drifted away from, from the task or the habit or the routine that you want to reinforce in your life. Um, I think that's, that's definitely one thing to, to yeah. take with you as well. Way too many people are too hard on themselves. Yeah. We are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think that's where the gratitude journal, at least for me, helps as well. Like, mm -hmm. And writing down like a success journal. Yeah. Um, I did earlier, I wrote down like a bunch of things that I'm of competencies or good things in my life, things that I had accomplished. Yeah. Um, so that I could always open and I had that my, um, at my desktop. Yeah. So I could open the document, it was called something the paddle or something else. Yeah. Um, and then I could see like, okay, these are things that I can be proud of that I've actually done. Yeah. And these are people around me that can also support me in my life. So if I'm, if my mind is suddenly being like, oh, things are difficult, I could be like, hey, yes, and yes, I am definitely good enough. 
Exactly. And I think I got really surprised once we started building Nuna mm -hmm. and we read all the protocols about um, how to treat depression, anxiety and so on. How many of those tools I had learned from coaching Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm following the full protocol for someone that has exactly. depression and anxiety exactly. uh, without ever having like most people characterize me as quite happy mm. and I often get questions about why I'm always so happy. But it's basically I've been following many of the protocols for people that have anxiety or depression without knowing it. Yeah. And these tools you don't need to feel bad to actually do. No. It's wonderful tools to make sure that <clears throat> kind of like preventative medicine or actually make sure that you feel fantastic. Exactly. And that's one of the things that gets me really excited is like you don't need to be sad to do these tools. It's no. 100% I think that's that's really where they are quite powerful is it, like for instance with the gratitude journaling or positivity tracking that can be a part of treating a clinical uh, depression for instance yeah. but it is not you know 100% treatment so I think it is quite important that we take these principles um, and when we take them out of the therapy sessions and that uh, whole thing it is important that we apply them um with the with knowing that they are kind of like a support system and they yeah. can help us um you know build these positive mental habits for ourselves um and boost our well-being yeah um, yeah yeah for sure but mm. i think for me it's very uplifting knowing that there are tools like you can take something like that we talked about whether you're in a harder state or whether you're actually feeling good use them again like it's human to have negative emotions like this again not being too hard on yourself being like oh no i'm feeling sad like it's okay Absolutely. to feel sad just don't dwell in it so Absolutely. like not that you're sitting days in the same but like actually focusing on it's okay to be human like there's only two people that don't have negative emotions those are the psychopaths and dead people right <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> and you don't want to be either of those yeah. so like i think that's always a reminder for me um, when i have negative emotions i'm like yeah I'm not dead and I'm not a psychopath. That's yeah. positive. Um, let me feel like, why is it that I have it? That's all like journaling and so on, kind of getting mm. it down, understanding, getting a new light and then being able to move on from it and also take some action, right? Yeah, that's very true. So with Nuna that we started saying, like we worked on now for, you've been sitting more than a year now, mm. reading protocols, making sure to write so people can in interact. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about like, where is Nuna today and, and what is Nuna? Yeah. Really great questions. Um, so Nuna is a chatbot-based uh, mental health app. So you can chat with Nuna. Um, and like we talked about here today, you can go over some of the things that you are that you are having on your mind and that you maybe want to get off your chest and process a bit. Um, and for people, just like you said now, it actually helps them kind of like gain some clarity onto what is going on um, because in our everyday life we tend to have these feelings or these states where we may feel overwhelmed by whatever um, and we don't necessarily know exactly what that experience is made of up of uh, yeah. so so what we can do is actually break it down and we can take it down a step uh, by talking with Nuna uh, she helps you kind of like figure out you know what is at stake what is going on and that questioning helps you see okay this is the thing that i maybe need to you know work on or maybe just the thought the, the process of actually going over um the things that are going on can be the very first step mm. of uh, problem solving 
um, and it, sometimes that can be enough even yeah. just to get that clutter onto the paper and make some sense of it um, and then we also have um, the the gratitude journal uh, within the app so you can also track down your your positive emotions and your your positive memories and always come back to those um, and see that and then of course we have the 50 plus uh, tools right now and they're growing fastly um, so they help you kind of like counteract uh, feelings of depression or anxiety or low self-worth or um, existential feelings of feeling lost in life maybe um, or even how to boost uh, positive feelings and mm. positive states um, so I think that Nuna is kind of like you know bringing <clears throat> a lot of these uh, cool principles that we know are yeah. effectful and proven uh, effectful um, and they just really break it down into easy doable steps where you can chat uh, and or interact with the app for a couple of minutes yeah. and then um, help yourself kind of like take on the day from then on. Yeah. Mm. I like using like you don't use it for hours. So yes. kind of like when we built Nuna, remember we had many discussions yeah. or not discussions. We were very, uh, we agreed a lot. Like it would be a fear if people were spending hours a day with Nuna. Like it's really a way like we talked about some of these tools. Mm. You can find them in a book, in audio books, in different things. And you can work on them yourself. Yeah. Sometimes it can be hard to figure out what tools should you actually take and what tools should you work on now. Yeah. And that's kind of where Nuna comes in and it kind of suggests the tools to how you are feeling right now. Exactly. And then you get that presented. But it's not that you should be hours sitting with Nunes, you should come in and do mm. those exercises. You might spend for a breathing exercise. You might come in daily and do that for mm. like 20 minutes or how long it ever takes instead mm. of using another breathing and meditation app. Then you can use Nuna to come in and, and have that. And then when you have bigger challenges, something else, you can also go into like um, working on that. So exactly. it's not only when you're feeling bad, it's very much like a quick check-in with your gratitude journal that I use, your breathing exercise, and mm. sometimes you want to vent a bit more right? exactly yeah and i think that's a really good point because we are constantly talking about uh, making sure that it's an ethical um, service that we provide you know um, so we constantly talk about how can we improve nona but at the same time not creating a monster yeah you know so this really 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 great cool uh friend kind of like that you're speaking to and you can speak to for hours a day we don't want to create that. Um, so what we came up with so far uh, is kind of like try to distinguish between Nuna's personality um, and enhancing that too much and like Nuna becoming your best friend and then uh, enhancing Nuna when it comes to uh, the methods and, and all of the professional stuff that is in, is in there um, and how we can improve that and ensure um, an even better experience where you get some help or some support in your everyday life. Um, so it's definitely a really good point that we don't want to create something that you feel like you, you need to talk to for yeah. hours a day or you know want to talk to for, for hours because that's not our aim um, no. to create that. <clears throat> the aim is to get people back out into interacting with other people but just like like we have meditation, breathing, exercise and so on like you know there's a box breathing as well which mm. is very known and it's been on the podcast mm. for several times so it's basically also just like the tool instead of having five different apps one for breathing one for meditation and so on yes you can go in and do it one place and then go out and enjoy the world again 
Exactly. It's a it's a really good way of, of combining a lot of these uh, tools that we see in, in different apps. And it's also, um, it's there 24 seven. Yeah. It's not judging you. It's a bot you chat with. So there are a lot of perks when it comes to maybe you're in a situation where you don't have another person to talk to. It's in the middle of the night. You can't really, you know, call somebody and wake them up yeah. or, um, or maybe you don't have someone nearby you to talk about some of these challenging things because you maybe want to take care of them or whatever. Um, so it is a really good way to kind of like get that immediate help. Um, and then of course get back into reality and, and the real world. Yeah. yeah. So what are some of the limitations of CBT and in digital forms? And for example, for Nuna, like what are what the question often comes, does this replace a psychologist today? Yeah. Um, no, we do not replace psychologists or therapists in any way. Um, I kind of like to think of it as a supplement yeah. um, that you can use if you are in therapy. Um, what we see in classical therapy is that there is kind of like a gap between sessions. And what this tool can help you do is kind of like bridge that gap and actually do these exercises that you talk about in therapy or it can help you reflect on how you're doing and what's going on and then you can take that with you the next time you go see your therapist um, so we are nowhere near um, you know replacing real treatment or medicine even like that uh, it can be a supplement um, and also like we talked about before it can help you prevent um, you know that cognitive load or affective load uh, exploding because there's too much going on so it can help you prevent developing uh, diseases and having to go to a therapist or mm. another professional um, you can kind of see it as you go to the gym yeah to make sure that you build your resilience yes that's also what I what I saw with all the things when I read these protocols mm. was that a lot of the stuff that I was doing is also like going to the mental gym of mm. building resilience because tough things will happen in life so it's a matter of how resilient, how many tools do you have to actually deal with when things happen. Exactly. And we also have some tools that are uh, based on resilience training that we see in the army in the US. So that's that's also a good word to, to take out here, resilience. Um, so yeah, it's a mental gym and it can be a supplement for, for real treatment, um, but it is not. Uh, yeah. And it, I don't think it will ever be that. Um, so yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Time is running, Emilia. Yeah. I think I'll have to invite you back for another episode where we talk about more of these things and mm -hmm. potentially go more into uh, to CBT. Yes. So I often ask my guests in the end yeah. if you had to give one to three advice about how to live a happy, healthy, meaningful life. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so, uh, hmm. or what do you do in your life to uh, to make sure that you actually show up present and and are the best version of yourself? Yeah, um, I like to think of it as these kind of like mental uh, snapshots I try to take of, of my everyday life. Uh, so really whenever I notice this is something pleasant or this is something that I'm grateful for or whatever, I try to relish that uh, sensation or that experience and just be with it and let it fill me up 100%. Um, that's one thing I try to do um, that is quite powerful. I think so too, and helps me um, look back at the situation and then be like, okay, this is what I experienced. This is what I saw. This is what I felt and, and so on. Um, yeah, I think uh, openness 
talking to friends around you, people around you, uh, not trying to hide away. Um, I think there's definitely a really great uh, tendency going on these days with people opening more up about uh, personal insecurities mm. or personal struggles. Um, so I try to do that as well with people that I feel confidential with, talk about how I'm doing, some of my challenges. Um, and, and yeah, I think that's quite important that we make it okay to not feel okay um, because nobody's perfect and yeah. nobody goes through life without pain or suffering or, you know, it's, it's simply part of life. So let's, let's talk about it and let's yeah. move on uh, as a joint force instead of going around and think that we are, you know, different or crazy for having these feelings and thoughts and so on. So, yeah. I think that would be my, yeah. my top advice. <laughs> Those are good. Yeah. I will definitely try and implement the thing about stopping up more and like the good moments. Mm. It's something I'm working more on, yeah. not just thinking about at the end of the day, mm. but also just being in it more. Exactly. Um, I had another podcast episode yesterday with, um, with a woman called Joy Martina, mm. where we talked very much about also being present and heartfelt. Yeah. And that feeling afterwards, I was somehow very calm and just like very peaceful in a, in a different kind of happiness um, exactly. and just kind of stayed in that instead of rushing off to do the next thing I sat down on the floor yes. just kind of sat and just like took it in where back in the days I would have been like rushing off to the next thing yeah. instead of being like okay now I have a special really happy moment yeah exactly how can I just be in that yeah I think that's so powerful mm. it's it's definitely a crossroad between positive psychology and uh, and mindfulness yeah. and you know really you know being in the moment and relishing all of these uh, positive experiences yeah yeah <clears throat> that's fantastic hmm? Emilia where can people find out more about you if people are curious to follow you or hmm? yeah yeah I have a, a LinkedIn profile yeah. uh, I don't know if it's uh, that updated I'll try to maybe look <laughs> yeah. at it uh, but yeah, I'm on LinkedIn and uh, I'm also featured on our webpage, yeah. luna.ai. Uh, um, so I think that would be some great places to, to find me or find my email yeah. um, if they want to contact me and talk more. Yeah. Mm? And I know you're open to sharing more about some of these tools, if there's like other podcasts or different things. and. One of the things that I know we care a lot about Nuna is that we don't always just sell, but that yeah. we actually also just can provide value and like some of the tools that we have here yeah. that people can use Nuna as a guide, people can also use them other places. Definitely. That's like my main mission with, <laughs> with like my professional life is making um, these effective tools more accessible to human beings out there because I think they are a bit restricted to people who maybe have a lot of time or money or whatever yeah. uh, so i really want to bring it out there and help as many as possible yeah. um, so i'm always open for for a chat or whatever yeah yeah fantastic but now people know where to find you yes. i'll make sure to put in the show notes we will put in the show notes as well the links to nuna nuna's instagram which is going to be more yeah. active um, and there will be a discount code yeah. we are building it right now so uh, it will be built before the episode comes out so make sure to look in the Show notes, there yep. will be either a free trial for a longer period or a discount. We need to uh, sort that out when we're building first. But make sure if you're listening right now to check that out if you're curious to see what Nuna is. Again, it's not only if you're feeling bad, it is kind of like the, the, the mental gym. And like if you're already meditating or you're doing a gratitude journal or doing breathing exercises, mm. and then you might as well just get it one place and test it out in Nuna.ai.
Yeah. So, um, Emilia, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Fantastic. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Island. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes on how to be the best version of yourself. And if you found this show helpful, then please leave us a review so more people will learn about the podcast or share with a friend who can benefit from it too. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.